Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is helping others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bowen with Five Star Personal and Corporate Development, and today we're sitting down with Tony Rodriguez. Tony is a leading authority on developing leaders and building teams to win. As a leadership engineer, he presents at leadership conferences, churches, corporations, seminars, and other leadership development opportunities that come to him. He was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. He has been married for nearly two decades to his amazing wife, Alice. Tony graduated from the United States Military Academy at West Point with a BS in Engineering and Applied Sciences. He was commissioned in the United States Army as a second lieutenant in the infantry branch and served 15 years leaving service as a major. He successfully trained and led hundreds of soldiers to in, uh, that included overseas deployment to Europe, the Far East, and the Caribbean. He also graduated from the U.S. Army Ranger School, where he earned numerous awards and certifications, including a parachutist badge, an air assault badge, and expert infantry badge. Tony is a published author in the professional journals, Army Trainer, Infantry Magazine, and Center for Army Lessons Learned. He is also the founder and current president of an industry-leading business developing company, RBSI, and a certified leadership coach and coach trainer. He is also co-founder of R&R Consulting Specialist in developing healthy organizational cultures and marketplace, as well as a marathon runner, an avid reader, and a dream releaser himself. Tony, it is a pleasure and a delight. Wow, what a bio that you had there. So, so much going on. It is a privilege and a delight to have you on the DOL podcast. Well, Dr. Chris, thank you so much. I was listening to all of that and I got tired listening to it. <laughs> it seemed now, like a lot. I was seeing all that. I was like, wow, this is a busy, busy man here. Uh, you know, I'm really interested in this parachute. Uh, what is that called? A parachutist? A par- that's what they. That's what it says on your file. It's it's to uh-huh. uh, you go to U.S. Army Airborne School and uh-huh. they train you to be a military parachutist. So you wow. can leave a plane with a parachute and not and and not die. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> be able to land and do missions. Uh, so, And that was a long time ago. But all of those things help shape who I am uh, yeah. and, and how I see the world. And we're all part of my development. But before yeah. we start, uh, Dr. Chris, I want to congratulate you on the success you're having with your five-star consulting firm. I see on social media, I hear great things. And so it's just a real privilege uh, to be here with you for the least little, for the little bit of time we have just to chop it up. Well, thank you so much, sir. And we really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to our audience here on the Dream Out Loud podcast. And we're really excited because we're in our third month and our numbers just keep going up. And we're excited because you're a part of this amazing Dream Releaser coaching team. And so maybe there's some of the the folks that are listening today, maybe for the first time, or maybe that hasn't really gotten involved with coaching and they don't know exactly who Tony Rodriguez is other than that wonderful bio that I just kind of scripted out of it. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Thanks, Chris. Uh, the, the things that you mentioned in the bio, you know, your staff requested a bio and, and yeah. put some of those things together because those were highlights in my life and my development. Those are things that I did. Uh, who I am is a sinner saved by grace. Yeah. with a life purpose to help others reach their full potential. Mm. And 
I came to that conclusion about my life purpose as a result of my training and coaching in DRC as I was coming through the program. You know, there's a saying when purpose is not understood, dysfunction is inevitable. And and if you ask someone, hey, listen, what's your life purpose? If they can't answer it in one or two sentences, then perhaps we could be a little off track. We could be running amiss. And uh, when you introduced me to DRC over a decade ago, 12, 13 years ago, if you had asked me, Tony, what's your life purpose? I would have talked about a lot of other things about what I uh, uh, what I experienced, but maybe not what I'm all about at my core. It's about yeah. helping others achieve their full potential and do that through a couple of different vectors. Um, I've got a business development company that I started uh, years ago, and we developed strategic partnerships selling products uh, all over the country. And then uh, through GRC, uh, was able to develop a coaching practice that mm-hmm. I that I really enjoy, and I think it really allows me to express my care for others in a way that helps them elevate and go higher. Wow. I really find that in coaching, so many people come because they really want to give hope to other individuals. That's what I hear you saying today as well. And that's phenomenal because as we know that our founders, Dr. Brenda and Dr. Sam Chan, that they really, really, that's their mission is to help others succeed. So what really got you interested in the coaching piece? What made you with all of the things that you have accomplished, with all the things that you do now and success as an entrepreneur and a business owner and a retired military, uh, your wife is an attorney what made you really interested in becoming a coach i always saw myself as a leader Mm -hmm. and even when i was a little kid my my mom would would, would, she said she would observe looking out of the apartment window kind of in the playground or in the backyard i always just had a feel for organizing people to make things happen in a way that we got the goals done and everybody was still friends (laughs) and 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 so the military was a great place but i only learned i was only exposed to a couple different kinds of leadership uh that um that was good for that culture and and a lot of it was command and control and 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 um and that was fine and long story short uh when we were coming out of the great recession Mm-hmm. Uh, my my primary business was debtor, and I won't say it was debtor than a hammer, but it was approaching that. It was it had flattened out after years of growth, and uh, I did not technically retire from the military. I left the military to pursue business. Wow! Uh, so you know when people talk about having a burning desire, uh, they sometimes think it's passion and enthusiasm. That's mm-hmm. a small component. Having a burning desire for something means that you're willing to burn the ships. Mm-hmm. You're willing to close the back door. And if you're familiar with that story, uh, you're willing to burn the boats and there's no return. And I burned the boats to pursue my my financial freedom through being a business owner and owning my own life. Man, it was awesome. And then it wasn't. <laughs> and so you had invited me uh, to a summit, a dream releaser coaching summit. I was not in. Uh, I thought coaching was about, you know, football and basketball. Right. But I, but I came to hear you and Dr. Chan speak. I've been a lifelong learner and I, I believe you can learn from everyone. And and uh, I was really impressed by my experience. And then I went to another summit. I bought several of Dr. Chan's books and I was just going for the free training. Mm-hmm. And then one day my, and my wife was going through with me 
after reading several of Dr. Chan's books and, mm -hmm. and being exposed to the environment, my wife and I looked at each other at the same time and said, we need this for us. Wow. There's a, there's a, there's a whole array of tools that would help us be better right. as people and as leaders. And we could find it here in coaching. So yeah. that's how we came into it. Uh, if I could share a quick story. Sure. So I am in the first track of training. And for those who may be listening, that's like being uh, in your first semester of your freshman year. <laughs> and I'm at Starbucks. I talk to people. I'm a professional connector. And, and I'm at Starbucks. and I'm talking to a guy. And, and I just start asking him some powerful questions. Mm -hmm. I'm practicing what I'm learning. Dr. Sherry Gaither was my coach at the time. And she taught us uh, the difference between close-ended questions and power. And, and so I'm doing some of that, just kind of having fun with it. Uh -huh. And the, the gentleman who I met uh, had took a big hit because of the recession, 40 pieces of real estate gone as an investor, uh, lost a six-figure job because his company closed, wife diagnosed with, it, with an illness that's pretty serious, just a lot of things going on. And I just started asking questions. And Chris, here's what he said. Uh, I was asking questions and encouraging him. That's it. Mm -hmm. And he says, I think I need a coach. I had wow. a coach when I was in New Jersey. Uh, we did good. It was a few years ago. He says, I think I need a coach. I looked at him and said, I'm your man. <laughs> and I was just kidding. I was, we were just chopping up. He goes, well, what, what are your fees? I hadn't even thought about it. I started uh -huh. sweating. I, I said, well, listen, I'm in training right now. Uh, and, and I'm still continuing my training for my certification. He goes, no, I like what I hear so far. And he was my first client. To tie a bow on this, after a year, almost a year and a half of coaching him, uh, he had started another company. He had gotten another job uh, with another company. He'd gotten his wife's situation on track. He lost 50 pounds. Wow. Weight that he had gained just through kind of being in that down funk time. A uh, uh, little bit of a depressive type issue, and then he ran his first half marathon. His wow. life completely transformed. Yeah. And as I was going through my training, I that felt good that I could just come alongside someone and help right. them level up. And so I caught the bug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Early. Isn't that amazing? Because whenever we're helping people get those, as you mentioned, those aha moments, those times that you know that you ask the right question at the right time, and it really helped people move uh, further in their life. There's, it's, it's addictive. It really is because you're like, wow, I really am helping make a difference in this individual's life. So what lessons have you learned while coaching somebody else? Something that maybe that Tony learned about Tony, because I have found out that in coaching, that we're coaching other people, that sometimes we also discover things about ourselves. Have you discovered something else about yourself in coaching others? Sure did. Sure did. Um, things that I thought were attributes from mm -hmm. my professional career actually were liabilities in coaching. <laughs> uh, you know, as you come through Dream Release or coaching, there's a battery of personality tests that you take and gifts mm -hmm. analysis and and all I've done those things before just to kind of check the block, but I did these things now to be more introspective. What I found out was kind of based on nature and nurture, I didn't listen really well. Wow. Uh, I, as a bit of a strategic thinker, I'm thinking down the line and it's sometimes past what someone is saying. 
and I'm really waiting to be waiting for my turn to talk uh -huh. Uh -huh. as opposed to being in the moment mm. and actually listening. And I found out that people can speak at about 150 words a minute, but the brain can process about 750 to 800. So there's all this excess excess computing power that's looking for something to do. And that's why people think they can multitask and they do a variety of things, none of them particularly well. So I have to learn to discipline myself. And if I really care about somebody, I'll give them the gift of my attention. Mm. And to not do that is selfish. Mm. That was a big one. Second thing, and connected to that, is I recognized I had to develop in terms of my emotional intelligence, I had to develop my capacity for empathy. Mm -hmm. uh, not something that's really encouraged uh, when you're in the army, uh, where your mission is to, you know, uh, hurt the enemy and break things. But that that was then, and that was a specific culture for a specific thing. That's not how you live your life. Uh -huh. And and so I developed a, a greater capacity for empathy and to listen to people carefully and to genuinely be curious about what they're saying in their lives. And Chris, it has changed everything. Wow. In my marriage, yeah. I communicate, and my wife's a certified dream releaser coach as well, all five right. tracks. So the quality of our communication at home is at another level. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the quality with my family, it, it improved my life. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and it was just a blind spot that I had that had it not been to hit the not hit the pause button necessarily, but had it not been to okay, let me go through coaching certification and learn about this. Yeah, I may have gone through my whole life and missed it. So yeah. that was a big change for me. Yeah. So can somebody who says, you know what, I would love to go through the program, but I don't want to be a coach. I don't necessarily want to be a coach. I don't need another business or another occupation or another income. Uh, would it be beneficial for somebody to go through Dream Release or coaching if they didn't want to open a business? I, I believe so. And that was me. Yeah. For anybody who's listening, that was me. I had no interest in being a life coach or I had none at all. Uh -huh. But I knew I needed to enhance my leadership with my existing business. Yeah. We have several hundred strategic partners, mm -hmm. customers around the country um, that it, it requires a degree of leadership and building teams and collaboration and all of that can be enhanced by being a better listener. Yeah. By learning to ask better questions, by being able to establish accountability mm -hmm. measures uh, to ensure flawless execution of whatever you put in place, yeah. but to do it in such a way that it doesn't feel command and control. It doesn't feel like people have to comply. Right. But people want to commit because of the culture you build. Yeah. And so those are things that I was equipped with in coaching you know, I, I, you don't tell the story of a struggle unless you have victory, right? Uh, so I started off, and we were kind of flat as a pancake. If, you're, if your business or your ministry is not growing, it is slowly going backwards. It may be going backwards so slow you can't perceive it in a in snapshot of time. But there's no such thing as stasis in nature. We're either growing or we're dying. And we were on the way down. And just by changing the paradigm beginning with myself and then when my inner core of leaders right. we changed the culture of the organization and we went from being stagnant to having an inspiring organization that attracts top talent mm -hmm. that keeps great people 
that yeah. people and and so and and then if, if that was all that we ever did with it it was completely worth it lives were changed right business picked right back up and then we reinvented ourselves two separate times since then all for the better so if someone doesn't want to be a life coach you can still benefit tremendously from the training tremendously yeah. and it's something that you'll keep with you for the rest of your life absolutely and i totally agree that i think it's just that that you know that self-improvement that you know making sure that self is is being fed taken care of so today we're sitting down today at the dream releaser coaching dol dream out loud podcast with tony rodriguez he's a business owner he was formerly military and just doing fantastic things and tony i've been to several of your events before you became a coach and after you became a coach we used to host some of those and so we're talking about business business people. We're not talking about somebody that's looking for a job. Like you said, you weren't looking for a career or a job. And like myself, I wasn't either. I wasn't looking for something else to do, but you really kind of find a passion in coaching. So let me ask you this. If someone asked you the benefits of becoming a coach, how would you answer them? I would answer them with conviction. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I would say, <laughs> and here's what I would say this. There's no downside yeah. to adding to your toolbox yeah. a skill set mm -hmm. and a mindset that can help, that can assist you in helping people go higher. Right. And you can apply that across a variety of domains mm -hmm. from ministry to business to just your personal life and how you connect with your network of friends and colleagues and associates. And so, there's absolutely no downside. It has been one of the best investments of time mm -hmm. and, a, and a small amount of financial resources to learn and to develop because at least there's a lot of wonderful institutions out there that coach. They're great. Yeah. Uh, but the thing with, with dream releasers uh, was that it wasn't about just checking the block and getting the certification so I can put it on my uh, you know, I can put that stamp on my letterhead and run out there and try to make money. Right. It was about really helping me develop as a person. Yeah. And helping me transform and learn about me and then sharpen my skills. So by the time I was finished with DRC, I had transformed into a more high impact. Right. Leader. Yeah. So, Tony, you actually started with uh, DRC shortly after the conception 12 years ago. Uh, you might have been in our first or second class, actually. And so you actually came in under uh, our old curriculum. And then Dr. Brenda had the desire to create our own curriculum. And now you're one of our master coaches here at Dream Releaser Coaching. And so what do you feel about the new curriculum that we have that Dr. Brenda manufactured? And now we have five different tracks getting you all the way to the ICF certification and our program is ICF certified. What do you think about the transition in even the material that we offer? The the uh, the materials first class and, and first of all, Doctor Doctor Brenda is an absolute genius. Yeah, that was comes to, more genius. Yeah, she just I, because I've I, you know now that I think about it, in the last dozen years, I've watched and participated as a student mm -hmm. and then as a trainer through the entire transformation, and it's just cutting edge. Yeah, uh, uh, Doctor Brenda, yourself, the rest of the DR, Doctor Chan. Uh, the rest of the contributors have never stopped learning. 
-hmm. have never stopped adapting to the culture that's changing around us in society. And so the new curriculum has really optimized ourselves for who is who could benefit and who is looking today. Right. Addressing today's issues, you know, people talk about, well, coming out of the last couple of years, we got to get ready for the new normal. No, it just it's just the next normal. And two right. years from now, there'll be another one. <laughs> right. Right. And so uh, I think the curriculum does for the person who invests the energy in learning it and applying it, uh, it is optimized for what we do today. It's cutting edge. I use it in my in my business outside of coaching sure. yeah. um, by just developing a coaching culture. And and a lot of our leaders talk like coaches and they coach. Um, it, it's amazing because coaching can help develop commitment. Right not just compliance yeah and commitment will take your ministry your business your life to places that mere compliance never will yeah yeah it's definitely cutting edge and uh we just recently updated it last year yes. and she's always looking at ways her and uh, dr chan both of them are looking at ways of how to improve i have a good time with the dol podcast because uh just this week i got to interview our uh, our translator of everything being translated over into Spanish. So that's completed, that's done. And so a lot of people don't realize that DRC is no longer just a household name in the United States. It's literally global and around the world. And when we started, uh, we were all just trying to figure out what it was because it really wasn't heard of. And now we're seeing uh, the impact that it's making, not just here, but around the world. And to your point, Chris, uh, when we, when I, I when I, received the invitation to be part of the leadership coaching staff. I was just really honored and it was it was just uh, uh, a great opportunity to give back and to even sharpen my skills and to learn from people. And, and now one of the things we have to address is time zones. Right. <laughs> you and I just had a discussion uh, with a about a client from from Africa. That wasn't an issue early on because the scope of DRC was more localized and now it truly is, does have global outreach. DRC is where in uh, one, two, three, four, five continents. Uh-huh, right. I think, uh, if I got remember all my continents, maybe, oh, Australia's six. We just need, our, we just need Antarctica. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so DRC has global reach. Absolutely. It, it's reaching literally around the world. So that's super exciting. So uh, again, really, uh, really good stuff here, finding out what all this happened since the conception 12 years ago. So I know that in coaching that oftentimes we find that niche, that specialty, that coaching specialty thing that we have that we really feel like this is what my specialty is in coaching. What have you found out for you personally has become your specialty in coaching? Great question. Um, First of all, the way I th think about myself as a coach, I can coach anybody on anything. Mm -hmm. and I, but where I have the sig most significant amount of interest is in helping organizations, whether it's three people, two people, or, or 405 people, mm -hmm. helping organizations optimize their culture to go from good to great. Wow. Uh, helping people transitioning maybe from the military into civilian life, from being a, a, a lifelong employee to becoming a business owner or, for, or investor or any combination thereof. Uh, anybody, I enjoy help someone that is 
wanting to run their first marathon and they don't run at all. And yeah. So essentially anybody that wants to go from okay to very good or from good to great. Yeah. I'm interested. And um, I strive not to pigeonhole myself because I don't want to turn away any opportunity uh, to contribute. And, um, and yeah, so the fun thing about that is we don't have to know the, the topic because it's all within them and we just pull that out of them. And it makes it fun because, uh, you know, in, in counseling, we have to do the assignments, give them the assignments, the book to read. But in coaching, we just simply follow their path and follow their heart. So that makes it uh, fun for us as a coach. Um, so have you ever applied? I, I know that you run very successful businesses. Um, have you applied what you've learned through your marketplace or through your own team or possibly even your staff? Uh, some of the principles that you have learned from the coaching over 100%, the years. Hundred percent. Uh, I teach the six coaching essentials. <laughs> Good. A uh, five plus one, and I'll talk to you about the plus one when we get off. I I, I suggested that at the last summit. Uh -huh. uh, I, I we teach I teach my leaders because coaching is not independent from leadership development. Uh huh. It is another set of tools uh, that that a person can have that is more optimized for today's marketplace. Right. Uh, command and control, top down, lots of silos and communication. That was an industrial age model that works very well. But many of people that come through traditional uh, schooling, they're trained professionally to do extremely well right. for a world that no longer exists. Right. So I teach coaching to my top guys. We have a coaching culture mm. uh, within the organization of several hundred people. Uh, a culture of what? Respect for other people. A culture of not telling people what to do, but allowing them to express themselves. I, I, I think, let me su summarize it with this. Our culture does not see the magic for growth in the skill of the gardener. Mm. The magic for growth is inside the seed. Wow. And all we have to do is put the seed, people's talents, attitudes, skills, their knowledge, their spiritual gifts, their passion, their purpose. We just have to allow people to be in the right environment right? and nurture that. And what's inside of them will naturally be expressed. And once they realize why they matter and why what we do organizationally matters to society, the natural thing that comes out of that is people wanting to contribute. Wow. They want to buy wow. into what we're doing. They they, mm -hmm. they 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 are committed in their own space, not having to be told what to do. They become self-governing. Yeah. It is a completely wonderful way to grow an organization as opposed to, you know, sit down and do what I tell you to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. coaching is cascaded all throughout. I know in Alice's law practice, uh, we have used coaches in the practice strategically mm -hmm. uh, to work with people who need that type of assistance as they're going through a process uh, of litigation. Um, it's been phenomenal. Wow, that's awesome. And I'm glad that you mentioned that, Tony, because a lot of people feel like coaching is just one-on-one, -on -one, but you brought in the piece as well today of the corporate coaching and the business coaching. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be one-on-one. -on -one. There's several different amenities and specialties. Uh, and of course, I see you operate, especially in corporate coaching 
and how it just makes an effective uh, difference in your team. So we really appreciate all of your insight today and everything that you've given us, even with a few technical difficulties. Uh, we pressed our way through. That's what technology is all about. And podcasts can be fun in doing that. So anyway, we're so excited that uh, to have you here with us today. So I know that some of our listeners today will say, how can I get in touch with Tony? And everyone through uh, Dream Releaser Coaching always tells me, man, you've got to have Tony. Tony is is the man. So we really appreciate that and all the hard work you give as a coach trainer. How can somebody actually get in touch with you if they're looking for a coaching service? Sure. Uh, you can go to Instagram at Tony, Tony Rods 83. That's T-O-N-Y-R-O-D-Z as in zebra, 83. Uh, that's on Instagram. Or you can reach out by email to my coach, Tony R at Gmail. And I'd love to hear from you. And let me encourage everyone uh, that what you can learn through coaching, either from being coached or acquiring the skills to be a coach, mm -hmm. can help you go higher in whatever domain you seek to improve in. Absolutely. That's good. That's really good. Well, Tony, thank you so much for being a part of the Dream Out Loud podcast and a super thank you for being a part of the great Dream Releaser coaching team as a master coach. And I just know that you've inspired our listeners today and uh, we hope that they will get in touch with you if they're looking for someone to get them to that next level, either personally or in the business. So thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Dr. Chris. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. We hope this podcast with Tony Rodriguez has helped you to DOL. We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out more about our products and resources that you've heard about today, visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com and you can hear us anywhere that you hear podcasts. See you next time for more inspirational topics to help you to DOL on the Dream Out Loud podcast.